How as a parent are you ever prepared to tell your children that their friend didn't make it? Investigate until the truth is found. I'm skeptical about conspiracy theories, but wow, this has me thinking. We all know what happened. What could have triggered so many people to come together and ask, what truly happened in Lahaina, Maui on August 8th? What is happening in Maui is no mistake. The Maui fires have joined the list of the deadliest wildfires in U.S. history. I feel like I'm looking at a war zone. It caused fires in not only on Maui, but it caused fires in the most precious parts of real estate. I just wanted to come on here and say, do not believe what is being told on the news. Why is our town burnt down? Why are our families' houses gone? And if you can explain that to us in a logical, reasonable way, we'll accept it. But right now, there is no explanation. You need his permission. I need someone's permission to film in public. Do I need yours too? How many children are missing? You know. I knew the answer to that. Why are some residents fearing for their lives as they share footage with the world? I'm beginning to worry for my own safety. I'm beginning to worry for my family's safety. I have uploaded this content to a very close friend. So if anything does happen to me, the story should get out that way. The media isn't doing us any good at all. We're not okay. Nobody called us. Our phones didn't work from 5 in the morning. 10 o'clock when I went to work, the fire was still there. There was no water. Tell me if that's that's coincidence. Are you guys believing that? Oh, my gosh. It's, it's like nothing I've ever seen before, and I, I've seen many, many wildfires. Sometimes I just, like, go to the corner and think about, like, what the old Lahaina town used to look like, and I just start crying. Homes and buildings decimated to ash. There's a house. Everything is gone. The ruins of beautiful, historic Lahaina. This used to be Dad's room over here, and then my room in here. It seems a lot smaller without walls. Interesting. Vehicles melted to the mechanical bone. This fire was absolutely devastating. It burned everything. There's Aluminum and glass melted everywhere in the street. And scorched palm trees all bare as reminders of what Lahaina once was and how it was so suddenly transformed. I've never seen any wind that strong in my life, ever. Just go, go people, go! There have been no emergency text alert, no siren, no evacuation order, no anything to inform the community harm had been heading their way. It wasn't until 4.17 p.m. that an emergency alert went out informing residents they had to evacuate the island. And by then, road closures and no ability to contact emergency services made escaping from the town nearly impossible. 911 is down, um, cell service is down, um, phone service is down. Instead, many residents and tourists covered in soot abandoned the inferno of gridlock traffic and collapsing buildings for the closest point of refuge. What I'm told is, uh over a hundred people, according to the Coast Guard, jumped in the water right around here. With some jumping into a pool, many at the seawall, and others doing their best to keep their heads above the ocean surface as the waves crashed against them, individuals, families, and children held their shirts to their mouths to avoid inhaling the smoke that surrounded them. My co-workers, friends, family have lost everything. Fighting the water, getting pulled out, flames were hitting you still. Things were falling from the palm tree on fire on you. By night, the town had been ravaged. Here's the fire damage map of Lahaina. It's just literally in the heart of the fire. Burn all the way around me, about a mile and a half to two miles. 
in every direction, up, down, left, right. Oh, so heavy, bro. And tallying what was lost also meant tallying who was lost, as not everyone escaped the fire alive. We lost uh, our house, which seems pretty minor uh, compared to what, what everyone else lost. I can't imagine what some people have gone through during their last minutes. The car smashed in on itself. I heard stories that people would just see um, families huddled together and it said it looks like it's Pompeii. They're just calcified, frozen in time. But while rescues were conducted by torched land... So right now we're getting trained on how to do the search and rescue. They can't sniff anything because there's so much metal and stuff on top. They got to be able to get underneath it. So we're pulling stuff off of it. As we look at it here, you can see that people had no place to go other than the water or the one road out of town. I mean, they were trapped. Sorry, sorry. As the search approaches its end, the number of lives lost to the fire remains unknown. And unfortunately, due to the weather on the day of the fire, a number of those unaccounted for are children. Schools were in that day. It was so windy that a lot of these were for children. At home. <laughs> the aftermath forced residents into heartbreaking situations. All of us are they're putting us in 30-day like hotel stays in order to find everybody houses, but in a place where it's hard enough to find housing and hard enough to find jobs as it is, now that there is more people looking for jobs and there is less houses available on the island, Everybody's but in their grief, the residents of Maui couldn't help feeling let down by America's response to the tragedy. According to Brian Stern, the founder of the search and rescue donor-funded organization Project Dynamo that arrived in Maui within 20 hours of the fire starting in the Lahaina people's time of crisis, the United States government had all but deserted the tourist hotspot. We didn't see any military aircraft flying. Our whole time there, we didn't really see a Blackhawk or a Chinook bringing things or people. And while the Department of Defense reported that the National Guard had dropped over a thousand gallons of water over Maui the day after the fire and sent the National Guard along with two Chinook helicopters to the island by August 10th. And you're and your National Guard? Or National Guard. Okay, thank you, thank you. For many, this was too little too late. Do you think that more people would have lived if, if response was quicker? Just logic tells me that's the case. And residents wanted to know where was the person who was meant to lead them during this time? Where is our leadership? Where is Joe Biden? Where is the president of the United States when you have one of the most devastating fires to occur in the last 100 years? There is this grand sense of community here. I have never seen so many people come together and give up their own beds for people that just lost their house. In a, but that's the problem. It's that... Nobody else is doing anything. Nobody is helping. It wasn't until August 21st, 13 days after the fire, that President Biden landed in Maui to survey the damage. And the welcome he received wasn't exactly warm. A bunch of them are protesting. They have their makeshift signs, cardboard signs. A lot of them saying, as we've been talking about, that uh, he's too late. Wow, he's finally here. Wow, yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, thanks for nothing. You, you, you. And giving survivors a one-time check of $700, commenting that the ground was hot in Maui, 
being accused of nodding off during memorial service and refusing to comment on the lives lost to the fire. Didn't seem to win the president many fans. In fact, residents were furious with the lack of support. So today, I haven't had any money come in. I haven't had anybody call me back. I didn't have anything. I, I have no idea. I lost my house. I lost my car. I lost my animals. The $700 compared to all the millions he's giving to, to Ukraine. Why? We need it. Where's our government? Why did you run if you're not going to step up to the, to the plate when we need you the most? But it wasn't just America's leader that struck Maui residents as insensitive, but tourists. See, while evacuations had turned Maui's attractions into ghost towns, it wasn't long before visitors repopulated the island's waters to the disbelief of a community still in mourning. Same we, we, waters that our people just three days ago are the same waters the very next day these visitors, uh, tourists, were swimming in. There's the Hawaii we're living in and the Hawaii they're living in, they're visiting in. There are also tourists already asking for discounts on hotel rooms. They're saying they want $20 hotel rooms because of the situation here with all of the fires. Hawaii is not part of the United States. It's occupied land. They literally, at gunpoint, force the queen to sign a treaty. So you, if you're an American, don't get the right to go. And according to Maui residents, these tourists weren't just apathetic to the tragedy, they were vulturous. There are people, rich people, already trying to buy the land that's still in ashes, that has families who passed away, still in the rubble. The Lahaina community was being warned that real estate agents had been approaching those who lost their homes and offering to buy their properties. Please do not leave. Please don't leave Hawaii. Stay on Maui. Don't sell your land. Don't sign any insurance stuff that you're, you're not sure about, but just please stay. Like what makes Lahaina Lahaina is us. Local people make Lahaina Lahaina. I had another friend reach out who's in Maui and was telling me that the victims are being told by their insurance companies that their properties that burned were actually violating city code and will not be rebuilt. So an act of war, an act of nature, whatever it may be that took place in this area is now violating city code and their insurance company is deciding not to cover it. I am so frustrated with investors and realtors calling the families who lost their home, offering to buy their land. How dare you do that to our community right now? If you are a Maui realtor contributing to that, karma's gonna come and get you. But according to certain members of the internet, what happened in Maui was different from these other tragedies in one key way. It had allegedly been planned. As for how a fire of this magnitude can be orchestrated, there was one conspiracy pervading the internet. What was the official cause of the fire? It wasn't extreme heat that caused the wildfires that have ravaged the town. According to social media, this explanation didn't suffice. Some claimed a fire started by a power line didn't account for the way some houses had been left unscathed, while others were reduced to rubble. Or why some grass survived next to the fire. Grass over it is still standing. It's not even burned. So even down below, directly below this, you can see some wood fence posts that were burned, but you can see all that grass is still good. So how do you get this car this hot? Or how the fire seemed to skip over a four-lane highway. Or why, in heat that melted glass and aluminum, 
Certain items that should have been destroyed weren't. Many were disturbed by the footage of the aftermath, as many shared their confusion. Why are the guardrails okay and intact? Firefighter for over 20 years, I've seen fires hot enough to melt metal, but there would not have been anything else standing around at those temps. What's interesting is it did all that damage, but asphalt melts a little under 400 degrees Fahrenheit, and all the paint is still intact. Well, I'm wondering if everyone in the cars had to get out and run, why aren't any of the doors open, right? And the comment section was quick to respond. Maybe the 80 miles per hour wins? Still, there were some things that just seemed odd. Like the red roof house that went viral for its pristine post-fire condition. The homeowner acknowledged their house is made of wood, but theorized their home may have survived due to their metal roof, lack of foliage on the property, and being bordered by the ocean. Yet, from videos circulating of Maui, viewers couldn't deny there was a trend. The color blue. I went through hours of footage, and it was pretty interesting what I found. Here are the famous umbrellas. These are actually Tommy Bahama umbrellas. And I have pictures of these before the fire, so you can see what they actually used to look like. Not very different now. And then the sole surviving car on Front Street in front of the outlet mall. Why were certain blue items left untouched by the fire? And why was the internet claiming the same color became a trend among celebrities living in Maui back in October 2022? What the heck are celebs all painting their Maui properties the same weird shade of blue? Not just any blue, mind you, but an exact shade. According to this viral theory, the choice isn't purely aesthetic. Let's delve into the science of lasers, or as they're ominously termed, dews. Did you know that there are two sites in the U.S. that have these directed energy weapons? One is Nevada and the other is Maui. Here's the science. Certain energy rays interact differently with various colors on the spectrum. Some colors are more resistant or reflective, protecting underlying materials from harm. Let's start with this directed energy Air Force Maui optical and supercomputing AMOS site located on the island of Maui. May I quote from the website? Listen to this. Directed energy harnesses the power of the electromagnetic spectrum to enable airmen to effectively and affordably strike critical targets at the speed of light. Is there a connection between this specific royal blue shade, possibly dubbed the Mother Mary Blue, and the dudes? Could Lahaina's celebrities have insider knowledge? Twitter provided additional context and community notes that the article this rumor was based on appears to be an architectural digest piece with a different headline where blue paint jobs are never mentioned and viewers noted it seems celebrities actually hadn't painted their houses blue. However, when a TikTok user tested this theory, it appeared blue lasers were less effective on blue objects. There was even an episode of Rick and Morty on the durability of a pair of blue jeans that some believed highlighted this color's special powers. Why would a color that protects against lasers hold up against fires? Unless, according to a portion of social media, the Maui fires hadn't been caused by downed power lines, but a laser. But where was the supposed laser that had done this? Well, again, an animated sitcom proved to be of use to the internet. Can someone walk up to those umbrellas and open them? Here's why. This is the Simpson episode when the laser burnt down their town. And in the middle of the town is a blue-wrapped statue. I haven't seen the entire episode, but apparently in the beginning, that's where the laser was coming from. The blue tarp apparently stopped it. The statue in The Simpsons looks similar to the one erected in Liliuokalani Park in 2021. One viewer rejoiced at the discovery, commenting, One day soon, the world's populace will have had enough of the games and demand answers. 
Others, however, questioned how a statue on a different island could send a laser beam through or over mountains and volcanoes to hit Lahaina. Question. Why Maui? Answer. It's a new smart grid in Hawaii dubbed the, quote, Jump Smart Maui Project. This is disaster capitalism of $5 billion are coming to Maui and sticky fingers are here to take it all and develop everything without any, without any input. Lahaina needs to decide what happens in Lahaina. According to USA Today, a 15-minute city is a concept for urban planning where all essential services are within a 15-minute walk, while a smart city is based on making a location more efficient through technology, while satellite cities are smaller cities that are closer to a large metropolitan area. A Maui resident even accused prominent figures who own property in Maui of allegedly aiming to create a satellite city. Everybody talking about the satellite city before the fire. Lahaina going to be the first satellite city. Well, hey, Jeff Bezos, you got what you wanted. Oprah, you got what you wanted. And the guy who owns or not, you got what you wanted. It's all over. That's what happened. People specifically focused on Oprah Winfrey's behavior, calling attention four months prior to the wildfires when she purchased 870 acres of land in Maui for $6.6 million. According to a report from KITV4, Oprah already owned over 100 acres of Maui land, and with her recent purchase, she allegedly owns roughly 1,000 acres on the island. There are also no reports of any of Oprah's land or Maui residences being affected by the fire. Do you think that it's a coincidence that Oprah bought these lands and these fires naturally happen? Or do it make more sense that Oprah bought this land and these fires intentionally was done? Despite hand-delivering supplies to an emergency shelter in Maui, the internet wasn't convinced Oprah's efforts were genuine. She's about to take that land. These rich people are evil. All her money, she brought pillows. Oprah Winfrey's so-called generosity has always come with strings attached. Definitely not straight from the heart. Showing up with her CBS camera crew spoke volumes. Oprah and The Rock, what in the flying f was that video that you guys made? This is why people call celebrities out of touch. Why can't you reach into your $2 billion net worth and say, you get relief, you get relief, you get relief. Instead, you down here asking me for money. Back to school just started and we as parents are wiped out. Half of us just got our job back since COVID. You're so concerned about Maui that instead of taking what would amount to a year's salary for you and four or five of your billionaire friends, which could be used to rebuild the entire place in a matter of months, you're jumping on social media and asking the American public, most of whom can't afford to pay their rent right now, to do it for you. Realtors, people in the real estate industry, are calling your family and your friends who have lost everything to, to buy their plots of land. It is disgusting. We have real estate investors and speculators going around calling our victims, offering to give them cash and buy their property. I saw this morning, just now on TikTok, that they are giving eviction notices to people whose houses burned down. The Maui Tenants Association has a hotline. We've been receiving call after call of people who are being asked to be evicted by their landlords. The landlords who have the gumption and the gall, the nerve and the lack of empathy to push evictions on their tenants right now do not care. My friend who lost her home, her family, her job, literally everything in the fire, the only kind of um, assistance that has been offered is a loan, not 
A donation alone. Hawaii's top emergency officials were not on the island at the time of the fire, but at FEMA's annual disaster meeting in Oahu, navigating hypothetical disasters while their people faced the real deal. They innocent men, women, and children by not helping, by not sounding alarms. People were asleep in their homes with their babies and their children. The Lahaina community was adamant that the true number of lives lost to the fire was still being grossly misrepresented to the public. It's not, it's not correct. They're not reporting it correctly. I don't know why they're not reporting it correctly. There's hundreds, if like at least 600, if not thousands of people who are dead in the streets, in floating in the ocean. And it seemed the same lack of coverage had prevented the public from understanding the current circumstances for those living in Lahaina. I think there, there's a lot going on here that is way beyond anything that anybody wants to believe. There seems to be a huge emphasis on ensuring that the media and anyone else can't see what's going on here in Lahaina, West Maui. There are miles and miles of this black fence going up that was not here before. Still, the Lahaina community was eventually given access to unrestricted travel through permission slips they had to line up in order to receive. Why do they need permission slips to go freely on their own land? This feels like they're using this as a test. But if this was a test, it seemed the public wouldn't be given a chance to pass. The hopes of thousands of residents were dashed when it was announced they would not be receiving permission slips, and even the police officer didn't have a good answer. Investigative reporter Nick Sorter alleged unknown actors are stalking independent reporters and caught one on camera during his report. He alleged this man showed up at his hotel at 5.45 a.m. People's minds here. Hey, what's up, Nick? I've been trying to reach you. been reaching out to you on X. Um, We're supposed to be uh, meeting with people here. Who, what victims have you? Uh, okay, yeah. So this is, this is, so you're seeing this live right now. People actually track, they yeah. tracked me down. And you were staying in a tent. You said you were coming and staying in a tent, Nick. Uh, resources. I'm not taking up any resources here. Nick was also handled with force when he questioned the mayor of Maui about the missing children. Oh, it's department, you. okay? The, the press show is over. Okay? So he's not going to ask. He's not going to answer he's my done. questions. Okay, and what's my crime? You're literally pushing the me. The press conference is I over. I don't care if the press conference is over. Get out of the way. Sorry. Alright, so it's our 110 cadavers, but we can't identify we can't identify how many of them are children. In fact, the mayor's refusal to answer questions about Maui children. Their children have been found in Izozi and hesitance to announce that because that'll obviously just do a different level of heartbreak. I don't know. I would guess you do. Paired with reports of school being canceled in Lahaina before the fire sparked more conspiracies of alleged planned endings to prevent inheriting family properties, alleged sacrifices, or alleged trafficking. 
One TikToker compared Maui footage before and after the fire, revealing there were many missing school buses, calling into question whether students were really taken home on August 8th. However, several schools announced students were not planned to be on campus that day due to heavy winds, making it unclear if students left their home at all. Conspiracy or not, the number of children who did not enroll in school is concerning. An August 24th report from the State of Hawaii Department of Education revealed that number to be 2,025 students. It's unclear whether these children have passed away, moved out of state, or enrolled in private schools. And while the FBI urges Maui residents to submit DNA samples to help identify victims, fire experts fear the extreme heat from the wildfires may have destroyed DNA in the remains. Despite the theories and aftereffects of tragedy Lahaina residents are currently facing, it seems some accountability might be forthcoming. Is Lahaina Ohana Venmo. They are constantly updating the page with families who are adding their Venmos, so you can click the notification bell there, and that'll keep you updated with new families that are coming in and needing donations. We are going to need help. Gonna come together and just piece by piece, you know, like put it back. It's clear the life and the land that once belonged to Maui residents are now at stake. Lahaina is not for sale. Um, please don't reach out to these families and take advantage of them during the most devastating time of our lives. I know it's gonna be really, really hard, but we need to do everything in our power to keep Hawaiian land in Hawaiian hands.